same old shit, just a different day. I should try to get it, each and every way. Mama need a house, baby need some shoes. Times are getting hard, guess what I'ma do? Y'all know what it is. Back at y'all again with another episode of this. I don't know, man. This is a work of art, man. I think we really own to something here. But you know what it is, y'all. St. Louis, what up? It's your boys from the Hustle City Podcast, ladies. Um, I no longer identify as your favorite fat boyfriend. I'm thoroughly tired of all of you. Y'all are getting on my nerves. And y'all are ratchet. And y'all doing a bunch of stuff that I don't agree with right now. And I'm cool on y'all. I, I ain't never switched teams, so I don't ever get that. That you know, we can just let that be known. But uh, yes, Yogi. Today is just three one four, Yogi. But go ahead. Y'all already know what it is, man. It's your boy Bobby, aka Mister Five One One, Yogi's big brother. On another episode with y'all, man, we got a we got a really special episode. You just want to be an OG so bad. Bobby think he a gangster. I, I got some secrets about Bobby, though. I'll tell y'all about Bobby. Bobby, you know, soft and cuddly ass muff. I'm the real gangster of this shit. First of all, you look like a giant, fat ass grizzly bear. Okay, and, and, and what mice. grizzly bears do? They're more cuddly. Kill people. All right, they're more cuddly. I don't kill people. Yeah. All right, oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, let's talk about cuddly, man, before we sound so gay right now. <laughs> On this episode, Don't be because grown. ain't no such thing as gay when you. But anyway, I just want to say this on a side note: <laughs> such thing as gay when you're thirty. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, that's just say, wild as hell to say. <laughs> like, nigga, what the hell you doing? Anyway, right. but anyway, on a side note, uh, happy Father's Day to y'all. Yeah, happy Father's Day to man to all the fathers out there, man. Um, you know, uh, I'm one of those kids. I feel like I can be a better son. I don't really talk to my dad all the time like I should. But um, happy Father's Day to all the men that really took care of their business. Facts. My dad did. I don't know about your daddy. Your daddy probably went and got some milk and ain't came back yet. But, hey, <laughs> you still got a granddaddy. So tell your granddaddy happy Father's Day. Yeah, that's what it is. And speaking of Father's Day, man, we got a a very special artist that we're going to dedicate this episode to because he is a father, indeed. One artist that I feel like is very underrated in my personal opinion but he's on the grind trying to shine here in st louis and other parts of the world tank the machine yeah ladies and gentlemen tank the machine you know what it's crazy you say um underrated and i and i guess yeah he is i mean i, I don't know like i feel like a lot of artists we like from our city are highly fucking underrated Anyway, um, but he is someone of someone that's new to me a little bit. Like as far as music goes, mm-hmm. I've always heard his name, yep. but I never really. It was the same thing like Dub. I heard his name and just never had the time or took the time to really sit down and listen to him. Yep. And uh, Twenty Five the Moment, his third studio album, released back in two thousand sixteen, and he was uh, twenty five at the time they released it. Hence Twenty Five the Moment. Yeah, I was wondering that. I was like, why is it called 25 the moment? But then again, I thought I put two and two together. Yeah. I can count. There is a, there's a lot um, I got to say on this album, man. Um, let's see. Where should we start? But first of all, actually, before we get started on reviewing this album, I think it's really important that we give this man his flowers because he is, in my personal opinion, one of the most, I think for me personally, I gotta, well, first I'm going to give a shout out to my big bro, Riley B., First off, because like I said, for those of you who don't know, Riley B is um, 
a guest that we're going to have here on the, in the near future, hopefully. And he's been uh, actually introducing me more into the singles hip-hop scene. And Take the Machine was one of the ones that he uh, got me uh, hooked on to. So I was going to ask you, man, like, how did you, uh, when did you first hear about Take the Machine? I think, you know what, honestly, the first time I heard his name, I was probably around you and Ryan. Okay. I think it was back when we worked at Sears. We were talking about a show. It was before the Scarface show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or something like that. We were talking about um, St. Louis artists. And I was telling Ryan, I was checking out his music. Mm-hmm. And um, and we was talking about Bodine and then Tank. And it was somebody else. It could have been Rome or Tepo or somebody we were talking about. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Bates. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We were talking about a bunch of St. Louis music. And uh, his name came up. That was the first time I heard about him. Um, yeah. At that point, I hadn't really heard any of his music. Fast forward to like a few years later, another friend of mine in the city, he was talking about, he um, spoke his name up a couple times. Right. And um, I think that was around the same time I heard about like, uh, I can't think of what was out, what he had out at the time, but I think somebody said he was performing somewhere. And then now probably with a few months back you were talking about him and I started listening mm-hmm. to his music especially in preparation for this so I'm still yeah. like a newbie I remember I think the last time I think the few months ago you were referring to was when was when Riley uh, performed at the Dark Room yeah and I remember Tank was actually one of the was one of the guests who actually was performing with Riley and they were performing one of their hit, sing- hit singles called Deeper Than Rap it was Riley B, Tank the Machine, and Accurate. And along with, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, her there was a female singer involved in that song too, and her name was, I believe, Akila J, if I'm not mistaken. And if I got that name wrong, I apologize in advance. But yeah, that is a, that was actually one of the first times I've heard about Tank the Machine. And that was actually a bonus track on one of uh, Riley B's uh, mixtapes, The Separation. But yeah, that's how I first got into uh, Tank the Machine. But, um, man, my personal opinion on Take the Machine Man, I think he's, like I said earlier, he's definitely one of the ones that needs to be talked about more in St. Louis, I feel like. Yeah. Um, one of the most talented independent lyricists that the city has to offer. And with that being said, man, let's get right to it. Uh, the 25 the moment. Yeah, man, you know, um, listening to it, you can tell it was something that was well thought out. For sure. It was something that was... uh. Constructed around a big moment, I'm guessing for him. Mm-hmm. And you know those uh, passion piece projects. Um, I'm a big fan of those from like any artist mainly. Uh, I always like to see it, kind of like J Cole with uh, "For Your Eyes Only." Mm-hmm. One of those. It kind of gave me that vibes. Okay. Those vibes. It took me back to that where it was. Um, and not in terms of like the sound so much. Right, right. It was more so it, the vibe it gave off. Like this is about something particularly important to me. So listen to this, and uh, I, I enjoyed it, man. I told you my favorite track is "Motivated to Win." Yeah, that was the one for me, yeah. man. That was definitely a definitely one, probably my favorite song on the whole album. And uh, shout out to his guest, uh, Ronald Williams. Yeah, I believe was on there. Yeah, man, that uh, that song. I don't know. I think that was that song got me hyped when I first listened to it. Yeah, I was playing it and sitting in the room, and I sat up. I was like, "Damn, I actually like that." Let me run it back and add that to my like songs, cause right. That, uh, that that was fire, bro. Um, I you know what I really appreciate on this album, um, besides the uh, production, because uh, the production one I thought was fire on this album, but just the storytelling. Yeah, on a lot of these uh, songs, 
they were he was very like you said he was well um it was well put out it was well organized it was definitely cohesive yeah everything meshed together and flowed pretty well mm-hmm. it's kind of like reading a book yeah I, I, those are the albums i feel like that are cohesive like that that will definitely catch your attention and i think just the versatility on this album was something else too yeah like one of the i don't want to get a little ahead of myself but i just want to get right to it it's uh i think it was on i think it was his 10th song if i'm not mistaken love and eat i did like that one because i just like an album like even though his overall the overall theme from what i understood the overall theme of this album was for him to tell the audience like all the trials and tribulations he went through and all and him being blessed that he made it to 25 because if you think about it especially in the city of st louis being one of the you know being a higher murder city with a higher murder rate you know you're blessed to see 25 in this city yeah and I, and I think that was part of the reason why he decided to make this album and my at least my understanding and yeah. i could be wrong and you know definitely i definitely would like to have tank on on the podcast one day just to get to know him a little bit more and yeah definitely you know, to I, get into what this is about. right you know, you know, you, you know, only so much can like be pulled from listening to it mm-hmm. versus the actual artist telling you exactly what this was about. Yeah. Um, I knew it was just like, uh, I don't know the correct word here, but for lack of a better term, more like uh, initiated around something that was rather important to him, yeah, in a particular moment in time. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, you're right, man, being in St. Louis, uh. It, that that that's a big moment to make it past twenty five, make it past twenty one, make it to twenty one, really. But yeah, um, I think the next joint I really liked off here was Calendars. Yeah, that was tough. With um, Burn Hayes mm-hmm. and Ray, I don't know who those two are to start, but shout out to y'all too, man. That that uh, that was fire. That was another one that uh, that was yeah. another banger on there that I like. Yeah, it was, um, it was, like I said when when I say get like it gave me back, it gave me those like for your eyes only. It was just a mellow, mm-hmm. some mellow ass uh, album. Right, that's the thing I like. It wasn't too like rowdy or no shit like that. It was just mellow, mm-hmm. uh, something you can vibe to. Right, like you can listen to, burn incense, get high, if you smoke weed. If you don't, because we know Bobby is square. Uh, <laughs> if you smoke weed <laughs> or whatever you do, because I don't smoke weed no more. Um, uh, <clears throat> this is something I would recommend to those. What's it? What is that like style of hip hop music now? Lo fi is that what they call it, something like that. Where yeah. it's like, uh, just chill out, mm-hmm. like genre. It gave me like it. This made me think that he was one of those types of artists where it's just the aggression and all that's there, mm-hmm. the grit is there, but it's more so. I'm really a chill-ass nigga type shit, so that's the vibes yeah. I got from it. It was just... Yeah, I want to go back to uh, Love and Need, man, because I like, even though he had a, even though this was like a well-put-out, you know, album, and it was really thoughtful, like we said earlier, I like when an artist, like, has a song for, you know, the ladies out there, Yeah. and Love and Need, Love and Need I, I did like that one a lot. I just liked how smooth it was, and... And I forgot what the let me look at let me look here. What's the artist? I, I love when an artist can show that. A male artist can really, you know, like... Right. Show that versatility. Yeah. I think people kind of get it wrong when they think that lyrical artists can't make songs mm-hmm. for women. Yep. But because you got a lot of lyrical ass artists out there that have done it in the past. Yeah. I think it just tends to get more overlooked because if it ain't like shake your ass, bitch, 
type song or some shit like that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Ain't nobody really, you know, it, it might not get played in the club, but. Yeah, no, but shout out to uh, Bang Chambers and EB, those are the guests on yeah. that song. Yeah, we gotta give um, a lot of these guests their flowers, man. Like, I know we reviewed some other artists' albums in the past, like the T-Dubbo's, uh, Don't Stop at Lights, and like, Dopey Goes. We gotta give some of these uh, guest artists their flowers, too. Yeah, man. Um, like you were saying earlier, we definitely gotta get up and uh, start giving these. The singers in the city are something else. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, 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 it's a lot of them. I don't know if it's Dharma Jean or what the girl's name that be on like a lot of uh Rome stuff. Yeah, but I love her voice. Like I think she's on like Netflix and Chill. Mm-hmm. His song, and then I don't think she on Wavy. She might be. It might be. I, I, I gotta go back and listen to like a lot of this stuff I found early on. I got into Rome and all those getting all these right. guys on SoundCloud. Um, yeah, cause. Bro. A lot of these artists that like even on Tank Time, a lot of like you know, yeah, artists he had on there doing vocals or whatever the case may be. They, bro, speaking of that, they were really fucking good, bro. Full full circle with on with Raven, yeah, on there, and what was that? What was another one? I I think it's called I Two Wife. I'm not mistaken. With Venus on track number five. Yeah, before you even had said that, I was looking down at that song and I was like, bro. that in final moment. <sighs> Yeah. Now, final moment. What a way to wrap up the album. Yeah, great closer. I'm a sucker for a great intro and yeah. a great closer. I'm yeah, all about when I listen to these albums that like these, especially these type of album. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to. It's cinematic. That's right. the thing about That's music. Yep. The most that yep. I like, and I want to know. I want to feel like I'm at a show for sure. So I like the opening. I want to see the opening act, yep. the middle, the body, and all that. And then if you close it out really well, it's automatically one of my like. It's a W. Yeah, it's a dub yeah. already, man. Like the closing was was phenomenal. It was. Like, it was well thought out. Yeah, if you can close this shit out and it's like a guy, it sounds like being at a show and it can paint a picture. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. He's a good storyteller. He is. He's a really yeah. good storyteller. Um, he's got that. I think he's got that Nas. He that Nas storytelling ability. Yeah. He's got even other artists like you said, like J Cole and even Jordan Lucas. You know, yeah. they're all really excellent storytellers. You know who's another good storyteller, but I don't know why he kind of stopped it. Meek Mill. Remember Tony's story? Okay, yeah, I can see that. He, even though it was like more street oriented, mm-hmm. it was still it was still like cinematic enough. Yeah, that before they came out with like little movie clip versions right. of it or the video for the song or whatever the case may have been. Mm-hmm. It was that's when that's what I mean by like a cinematic like motion picture type deal. Right, right. Like this album had like it, it as the song the titles of the songs, even though they don't I don't like know if it was intended to go in some like a certain type of order mm-hmm. or not, but it still all flowed really, it, it really, flowed really, really well. well. Like it made sense. Yeah, like yeah. the shit was connected. So it's, I like you know what's so funny, bro? It's so funny. I did not expect you to say Meek Miller, but it's funny you said that because you know what uh, stronger kinda of reminded me of? It kinda of reminded me of uh, even though it wasn't the overall, even though the tone wasn't the same, it kind of reminded me of Dreams and a Nightmares intro a little bit because it went from one beat to another, and like yeah. how it switched up. And that's what that's funny. Yeah. I said Meek Mill because Meek Mill actually did it, um, do that on that intro, and uh, Tank did his thing on that one too on Stronger. So that was actually, I think the first three tracks personally are like top three favorite songs. I just liked how one, like you said, they kind of flowed really well together. And I always yeah. like I, like every album that I expect to be like you know top form like this one. I always look for what's called like the three track run. Yeah. Like which three tracks in a row that I feel like were, you know, fire. And I think the moment stronger motivated to win, it gave me a sense of like what the album was gonna be about. Too. Yeah. And I was gonna say this earlier, um, too, but this album I had to listen to it a few times and the more I listened to it, the better it got for me. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. gonna say this, and I, and I, I don't. When we do these album reviews, mm-hmm. I don't want to be. I don't want people to be. I, you know, I try to give my honest opinion about it. But yeah, of course. To be honest with you, from Dope Dealers one to I think we reviewed Don't Stop at Lights, and then we did another. We did a tough poll. We did Black Julian. Black Julian. Yeah. Now I like all these albums. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but there were things about all these albums that I didn't like. I did. I wasn't yeah. particularly a fan of. Okay. So I, I, I don't want it to seem like I'm just giving everybody a positive review, right? For the sake of them being from St. Louis. Nah, I'm gonna critique it too because there's some things about some albums I just, I either I can't relate to it because I ain't yeah. been in that situation or it just didn't sound right. Yeah. To me, but the first time I listened to this album. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen through it all the way through, and I I think I stopped at um, motivated to win, mm, okay. and then any nigga you know played, and I yeah that was one of the songs. It, it was okay. It was an okay song to me. Mm-hmm. I can't really pinpoint my exact like why I didn't like resonate with me, but it was an okay song. And then I finally went back and listened to everything. Again, and then that's when I just call like the connectivity or like okay. the flow of everything. So you kind of say the so, same thing like what I just said. Like, it yeah, took you a few try. Okay, I got you. If I had to rate the album, mm-hmm. I'd probably give you to that thing by the end of this. But yeah, we can talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> it, it, I, I ain't gonna. It's, it takes nothing away from it, though. In my opinion, it's right. still a great album. And yes. if you're riding around St. Louis and you need music to listen to, mm-hmm. support your local artists. Like we say, support your local businesses. Yep. Support your local artists. I know that shit sounds fucking crazy coming yeah. out of my mouth for anybody that know me because I used to clown on the local rappers. Right. But that was before I was knowing that these local rappers existed. Like I was so I'm so used to local rappers where they just young dudes dissing each other and sh- talking about shooting and all that. Right. That's that's a one way highway to me. Like. If you're going to keep doing that, you're going to be in the same spot next year. If I don't see no growth from you, like these yeah. artists, you tend to see them doing actual things, right. like real shit. Like they got businesses. And- yeah, like actually, you know, Tank actually, you know, he's a you know he's a true hustler. I mean, I saw some things he's doing on Facebook because okay. I know he's got uh, some, uh, I know he's like an entrepreneur, I believe, on the side besides doing music. And you got to keep in mind, this is his third solo work. Yeah. So he's actually winning if you think about it because... He actually had another album that we could definitely do a review in the future after this. You know, I don't want to give too much away about that. But is all his music? Is it's on Apple Music too, right? Yeah, it's on Apple Music. As well. I think I'm gonna have to go to Apple Music because I don't know. The only thing that out of this whole situation that like bugged me with Tank, it was just the amount of like monthly listeners. And I ain't really a numbers person, but yeah. to a degree I am. Like yeah. when it comes to it, I've been trying to figure out why it was just the, at the number it was. I ain't gonna say what it is. Yeah, but um, Let's that surprised me. It, it, it deserved more. Yeah, yeah I feel like he yeah. deserved yeah, way, way more than sure. that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> y'all not rocking with this man? What? Like, you sleep? Like, same way I feel about any artist when people sleep on them. Like, bro, y'all, y'all, you don't understand. It's people like I need something new to listen to, bro. Here you go, a really well thought out, monumental album. Yep. I mean, I would definitely recommend this out. Like, if this is one of the albums I would definitely recommend somebody listening to. Especially. 10 out of 10, I would try again. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely would uh, recommend you listening to this album, honestly. If you want a good artist who is well put... And what I'm saying, when I recommend him is because, of course, you know, we got like the big art, well-known artists like T-Dubbo and like Tefpo and Indiana Rome in them. But like, this is definitely an art, art, another artist I would definitely recommend you all listening to. 
I mean, this, this is real talk. I mean, you know, it was something I we you brought up last Saturday, last Sunday when we was uh, hanging we, out. We I think um, you were talking about all the accolades and stuff that uh, Dub had mentioned that he had made. Uh, you know, yeah, being like the first artist from St. Louis to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. He was one particular thing on there that I totally agreed with. I was in a totally agree. You know, the rest. I don't, you know, I'm pretty sure he did it. I, I'm not personally like close right, to him, right, so right. I wouldn't know. Yeah. But this is the only thing that really stuck out to me because I'm a fan of his music and I'm listening to him. Mm-hmm. He is, in my opinion, the first ever battle rapper mm-hmm. to have a successful album. Yeah. That sounded good. Right. <laughs> but what well, twice for me? Mm-hmm. Probably way more than that because Mobstar Maniac, I like. Um, don't stop your lights. And I know this is Tanks Tanks episode, yeah. but I'm just bringing this up because right. filler conversation is just it all falls in the same thing. They mm-hmm. all fall in the same thing to me. They really good artists. Yeah, but and I don't know if Tanks battled or not. But um, anyway, not to my knowledge, I don't think he did. I could be wrong. I remember going he's back. Free, and, I will try to cut you off. I will say he's good at freestyling. I have seen freestyle before. Okay. Yeah, I would. You know, I, I tend to. I like. I, I wasn't the biggest fan of battle rap my entire mm-hmm. life. I haven't been the biggest fan of it because I can't stand motherfuckers yelling. <laughs> How they going to shoot me and all this in my face? Like, it, is, it ain't for me. Just know I can never be a battle rapper. Because right, right. in my mind, I'll forget that we even battle rap. i be like, hold on, you talking real greasy right now, bro. <laughs> we got to go outside and handle this. But um, nah, he said it. He felt like he was the first battle rapper and I don't know if he said specifically from St. Louis to have like a uh, an album that did good or was received very well. But it, I mean, he has a couple of them that are. Mm-hmm. I feel like he is one of those artists that battle rap. And it's, if he wanted to just go to commercial rap or however you want to mm-hmm. call it, it was work for him. Yeah. Um, and it's been working. It's working, obviously. Um, Tank, if you freestyling, man, you know. Shit, drop something. I don't know. When was the last he dropped? Last time Tank dropped something. Because I think on Spotify, it only stops at like 2020. So the last so the last project I think he dropped was an EP that I think you need to check out. That came out. It came out last year. It was called I Am That I Am. And it's got about five songs on it. Hmm. That was actually pretty dope. I actually just listened to that not too long ago, too. But like I said, no, we could definitely do another episode, another like project review of his if you want if you're down for it in the future in your future. Yeah. Everything on here though, yeah. the only thing that, that weirded me out with like Spotify and his music. Mm-hmm. One is two Tank the Machine pages and they all got different music. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I can't remember which one has like the current set of his music on it or not, but uh Yeah, but Apple Music, I mean they pretty much got everything he has. Okay, see, yeah, here it goes. Because the other Tank the Machine that I'm seeing, I don't know, bro. Tell me, am I tripping? Did Let's he see. lose weight and that's him? Or is that a different person? No, that's him. Okay. I couldn't tell from that photo. I'm like, no, that's, that's him, bro. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, now I found your other page. They got newer music on it. So I'm definitely going to be listening to more now. Yeah, that, that EP was fire. I actually was listening to that. So. Tank of Valley of the North. I fuck with that name, that, that mm-hmm. title. Yeah, but with him, man, like. I knew all the best rappers was from the North Side, because the North. Yeah. South Side niggas weak. Let me stop playing first. Of all, you know what? I know we were talking about. 
I know how we were talking about like how underrated of a lyricist he is, but I was just on his uh, Facebook page. Yeah. He does have 9,000 followers, so he's got a dedicated following. Yeah. So, I mean, we got to give him props for that. I just, you know, my whole thing is, you know, we, we, we really, really, really love this thing called hip hop. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. I, when I find, I get excited every time I find out about a new artist, especially yeah. a local one, because it's like opening up a gift. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds kind of weird or whatever, right. but but like I don't know, it's just like I always find a little surprise from the city. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I feel like with that, I be wanting, I be rooting for him, man. I be wanting yeah. them to really win. And like I be, I wish everybody could blow up. You know, everybody ain't gonna. Yeah make that big like commercial move or whatever but i feel like he's one of those artists that's deserving of a uh if you gotta if you can lend a ear and listen yeah mm-hmm. check him out that's yeah. basically my whole thing i'm gonna be saying that this whole damn episode check him out yeah literally check him out check yeah him i can i can tell you how good the music is but i can't lead you to listen to it but you won't know until you listen to this shit yeah that is it's it's really it's really it, he he ain't playing. He ain't no play. Yes, he wasn't playing on this album. What I really appreciate him too was just how, just how like, uh, like you could tell his love and passion for, for hip hop. Like just the way he's like with this. Like I said, with the storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I just, like you said, man. Like this, I, I don't know. Like this album was definitely, yeah. This album was something special that I think uh, St. Louis has. You know who got something new out. Who's that? Rockwell and Indiana Rome. Mm, well, we can definitely check that out. They got That's something new out here. too, man. Yeah, but man, we need more. We need more artists from St. Louis to to spit that fire like Tank did on this one. Yeah, in a minute we're gonna have to tap in with everybody. Yeah. Oh, we will. I'm ready to start tapping in with everybody. Oh, we will. Just seeing what's going on. I want to get involved. You know what I'm saying? No, we will. As much as I can before I shake up out we of gotta, St. Louis because this 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 city is crazy. We got to make sure we get these artists too on this podcast, including uh, Tank. Yeah, we definitely gotta make sure. But um, yeah, man, yeah, like I said, man, I'm gonna say it again. Like he really, I was blown away. Like like I told you earlier, the better, I mean, not the better, the more I listen to this album, you know, it, even though it was um, it was a repetitive week for me. Though I remember at one point this was all I listened to because I just want to see if my opinion would change after the first time I listened to it. And like I said earlier, it got better for me. Yeah, and that's that's what happened. It grew on me. Yeah, because I, I like I said, the first time I I didn't even finish it, the first two songs. Yeah. I'm like, eh. I'll be honest. I was like, all right, he all right, he all right. Yeah, and then I was like, I'm gonna go back and listen to it again because I didn't feel like I gave it a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me go ahead and listen to everything through and through, one take Drake style. Right, and let me see if I like it. And uh, it grew. And when I kept listening to Motivated to Win, I just kept catching like lines, bars, and shit. And I was like, oh, bro, in the chorus, bro, that hook was just fire. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, ah, right, yeah, I'm fucking with this. This, this is my shit. That's one of them songs that's up there with Wavy. Like, mm-hmm. I wake up some yeah. mornings and the first thing I'll do is roll over and play Wavy by Indiana Rome. And just be feeling myself the whole day. It's one of them songs that like gets you up. Like I can listen to that when I'm in the gym. Right, man. You want know a song really uh, motivate me? That that sometimes it is true in any situation, and I think this is definitely a should be a hustler's motivation. Yeah. Almost doesn't count. Yes. That song was a uh, that title right there motivates me to push uh, push and grind harder. Yeah, that was another one of the ones that, that stood out. I think my top three favorite though has to be uh 
Motivated to win. Mm-hmm. Let me look at this because my mind be okay, drawing okay. blanks. Right here if you need it. All right. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, appreciate you. Um, yeah, motivated to win. Calendars. Mm-hmm. And then it's between dedicated and uh, full circle. Yeah, full circles are special. But those two songs, um, those those are the, those three songs mm-hmm. are the ones that really stood out a lot to me. Yeah, um, storytelling element was there. Good verses, good wordplay. I feel like most artists, when I'm dissecting them while I'm listening to them, I'm looking for certain key things mm-hmm. in these artists so I can say to me that that's a good artist. Now, to y'all out there that listen to us reviewing these albums, I don't know if you guys take the time to go out and listen to them, but if you do, um, man, hit Bobby up on Twitter, man, or hit me on Instagram. Yep. Let us know what your favorite songs were. Um, I'm trying to figure out a way to start incorporating the music directly live into yeah. the uh, podcast. Um, I can't wait for the day that this gets to a certain point where we can just do whatever the hell we want oh, with it. It's coming. Um, it's coming. Get people to come in and just, you know, spit their hot shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Me and Bobby going freestyle. You know what I'm saying? I'm lying. Bobby's shaking his damn head. Yeah, Bobby gonna freestyle, y'all. I ain't rapping nothing unless I'm getting a check. That's the only <laughs> way I'm bringing out the note, out the rhyme book. That's how you know I'm getting old. I got a, I looked at one of my old like uh, high school journals. I'm like, why do I got raps in this damn journal? I I had rap dreams when I was like a kid, <laughs> but I was just like, you know what? After that whole debacle in first grade of being on stage at the Brontosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't think I want to be on stage no more. But I mean, now we're doing comedy, and um, I mean, you wouldn't wear a brontosaurus uh, suit right now, wouldn't you? I don't know, unless I made a fire ass album about dinosaurs, <laughs> bro. I don't know how that would work though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know how the fuck that would work. Yeah. Right? Unless you know what National Geographic would have to send me a fat ass check. <laughs> I want to go back to motivated to win, man. I yeah. know, I know, I, I know, I mentioned this before. I forgot which artist. I think it was actually on T.Bo's album, uh, Don't Stop at Lights. I swear, Motivated One, I can see that being like a theme song for like an NBA game or like a, a yeah. WWE theme song or something. It needs to be It needs to be one, bro, for real. That's one of them ones that you got to listen to that before you hoop. Oh, for before sure. Before you go hoop, you got to listen to bro, that. That's exactly what I did yesterday. I actually, I actually <laughs> was just listening when I was shooting some hoops uh, by the condo yesterday. Yeah. I swear to God, that's what I did. <laughs> I was just listening to that. That's shit you got to listen to before you go hoop. Like, for the bro, ass that song, though, man. I'm oh going to go to Larry Park, a, and I'm going to tear y'all ass up today. Right. Bro, this, that was a highlight on that album. Bro, like, um, yeah. I love those albums, man. Those uh, Please have Ronald Williams on more of your projects in the future, bro. Please. The that, motivational joints. Motivational joints is always good songs man I don't see you doing the wrong I don't know how you can make a song and like not motivate somebody if it's right unless you just suck at being a motivator now that's just kind of funny that's what right? I, was, I couldn't imagine somebody making a song that's what I was saying <laughs> motivate people nobody liking it <laughs> that's what I was saying about almost doesn't count man almost yeah. doesn't count because you know there are situations in real life where it almost doesn't count like yeah you know you might you might think you're going to be close to a goal but really you got to go all the way yeah failed relationships don't count at all, telling myself that I wasn't a cheater, though, so I don't know. Whatever I got to say to get through the day, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
Man, I've been trying to, you know now, shit, I done discovered the other half of his catalog. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no choice but to keep on listening now, because Spotify, I don't know. I, I'm like, I'm not a big Apple Music fan, but I don't know where everybody's like music is always, but the, their full entire catalog is just put up. Yeah. And Spotify, I don't know if it's the way it loads and uploads things that people upload to it, or if it's just my like searching keywording skills because it was just weird he had two pages and now I'm seeing what was it the DNA DNA? Oh DOA. Oh DOA. I, I guess DOA. Yeah, it DOA. looked like DNA but DOA. Uh oh I didn't know he did a beatbox freestyle. Mm. What I gotta hear that. We gotta hear that after we I gotta hear him do it. I gotta hear that because yeah, for some reason the beatbox beat was one of those beats I just really liked. Yeah. Even though the nigga that made the song, that nigga looked like a little mini wasn't evil Wario. Years, wait, wait, wasn't that beat? Didn't that beat get released a couple years ago? Yeah, that Already? was around the time. Um, what songs were big at the same time? Pooh Shicey was still out. He did yeah. a version of it. The baby okay. did a version to it. I think Young Ma. It was a bunch of people hopping on it. This was like right before. Man. Right after that whole uh, Brooklyn. I'm so Brooklyn shit. I wonder how many rappers from here did the I'm the, like the I'm so Brooklyn Bro, I have no idea. joint because everybody was doing it from different cities. I have no idea, and I don't know. I never really got to check around and see what St. Louis artists at the time was really doing it or really was even into doing it. But I'm pretty sure Dub or somebody probably got one somewhere. Here's a question I got for you, and I just thought about this right now. Does Tank remind you of a of a mainstream artist right now? Right now, I feel like he's a really original. I don't, That's really what get, I was I don't get any comparisons. Yeah, same. It's thing. not like a box or something I can, right. can I can put him in. I just feel like he's original and true to himself. Mm-hmm. That's the vibe I'm getting. Uh, yeah, he's, I hate that word. So he, is, much vibe. he is one of the very few I could say is very original. Like I can't compare. Yeah. I can't compare him to anybody else. Which yeah, I, I which I absolutely, which to be honest, I absolutely respect. One hundred percent. It's like that for him and oh, like say no. Yeah. Saying, yeah. I can't really find nobody that they signed that, that. I mean, maybe the closest. I mean, we could, we'll talk about Saint O too in the near future. But maybe with Saint O, I would say the closest to me. There's two of them. There's a mix of two that I think for Saint O. I get Ace Hood vibes from him. Not really for me. I would say, but I would, I would say more a mix of Lil Wayne and Currency when you put those two together. I get the Currency, yeah. Part I just get. If I had to pick two, I would probably say Currency and maybe Ace Hood, which okay. is two drastic different like yeah. styles. Right. But I don't know. It's just because he sounds laid back as hell all the time. Yeah, he always sounds we'll, like yeah. We'll definitely talk about Sano in the future and some other artists. We need to definitely give their flowers before it's too late. But, but man, yeah. Tank, I want to talk about Tank. So I don't think you've ever seen Tank perform live, but I want to talk about that dude's stage presence because I remember back in 2015 – he hosted a show that I went to, and I man, I've said this in the past. I think I said this on the very first episode. These shows in St. Louis be something else. And I remember that night when uh, him and I believe his boy Ranji, who was another artist that he uh, frequently co- collabs with. Mm. Man, that show was so lit. I forgot what venue it was, but it was popping that night. Uh, I've only been to like select shows. Yeah, very few with like a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. Though then again, like a lot of stuff never before uh, before now. Mm-hmm. A lot of like invites and stuff like that don't really didn't really come across my way, so I really wouldn't you know. 
I think you were in Tennessee at the time too. Yeah, see a lot of yeah. Plus, I was down there, so yeah. I really wasn't. I was always hearing Memphis artists and shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't even be friends Memphis artists. The, the Memphis, they they got a dope ass music scene too. Oh, Tank Co. have with some of these Memphis artists easily. They just yeah, I can see that happening. You know what? That's all about. I could definitely see here a Tank, Starlito, and uh, that dude Don Star- uh, Don Don Trip. Okay. That's I Starlito. can hear that. I remember, I think you sent me a clip of Starlito. Well, Don Tripp, yeah. Bro, Starlito was something else. Starlito dope, though, man. I'm telling you, if you yeah. ever get a chance, bro, people, this is what I be saying. It be mm-hmm. artists from these cities that be getting not, the, 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 I don't understand how you can't love their music. Yeah. But when I listen to them, I be like, I be hearing something totally different. Because the first time I was in Tennessee, somebody from Nashville was like, bro, listen to Starlito. Then somebody from him said, listen to Don Tripp. And didn't nobody say Dolph's name until. A while, a little while later, and then they like, listen to Dolph, don't listen to Gotti or whatever. That's when I guess the city got divided between mm-hmm. the two. But, um, Don Trippman and Scarlito, bro, that done came to St. Louis so many times. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking crazy. But them, them two, uh, that's a if, really good pair. If they, if they collab with Tank, that would be. Yeah, I could hear him on one of those songs. That'd be crazy. Because I feel like they, they all the, like, Tank is from what I'm taking from this just album. This just from this that I pulled from this album. Yeah, this is what I pulled from it. You know how you got those artists that can talk about street shit, and it's just mainly a lot of foul, derogatory shit. Right. That's in the song. And don't get me wrong, it's just I ain't talking about like cursing. Yeah. Um, like it's just guns, guns, shoot this, did that, slit this. Mm-hmm. High speed, this, 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 all that. It's just like that. But I feel like when you can break down this shit to like an elemental science, yeah, and make it relatable and understandable, which is what he did flawlessly here, right? It was like when you can talk about it, but actually know what you're talking about. I can relate, right? And when I heard when I heard that throughout the song, like um, motivated to win, I think it was a uh, what song was that? I might be wrong about the song too, and correct me if I'm wrong. But the content for uh, maybe calendars. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was one of those songs where I'm like, he, he knew what he was talking about. Right. You can tell in his voice, it's like he knew what he's talking about. That's another thing I look for. How like how how invested in this are you? And you can right. usually tell listening right. to some people. Like, what does this mean to you? This mm-hmm. means something to you. If it don't mean nothing to you as an artist, it damn sure ain't gonna lay on my ears and mean something to me. And that's the thing why I like this type of artistry versus the street artistry so much, which you probably won't see me pushing a lot, but I still enjoy some of that music. Yeah. Because you got a lot of young dudes in the city that's good too. It's just the content, it ain't for me. I'm I'm not I can't be shoot them up, kill, kill every right, day. Right, exactly. Like well, there was another song too, man, that was right after calendars, take the wheel. Take the wheel, yeah, that was Take, a good one. That was a good one too, man. Take the wheel, like that. To me, that just just uh, reading that title, it just means that in a lot of situations, you gotta take like the initiative, like you gotta be your own boss. Yeah, and I think that's what uh, that song really hit me too on that one. So, yeah, this was definitely a, a motivating album to me. Yeah, it was one of those monumental joints. Yeah. You can tell it was kind of. I don't know if he made it to if he meant to make it like a passion project. Mm-hmm. Because it was a special moment in his life, but that's that's the vibe I got. That's where that's how it hit landed on my ears. Mm-hmm. It was um, it was good. You know, the third time around, I finally listened to everything again. 
and it started making sense and clicking. Right. And that's when I enjoyed it more. So, yeah, man, if you're a real fan of music, dude, you know, sometimes you got to give things multiple listens to kind of go back. Because I'm just now going back to, like, For Your Eyes Only Mm -hmm. and listening to some of those songs and be like, Oh damn! He said that. I didn't know. I didn't catch that. Yeah, last time. I, you know what, bro? I like those. I enjoy those albums more when that happens to me personally. Yeah. Like there, there are very few artists that make me feel that way. Yeah, I think for me that was what happened when you kept telling me about Mob Star Maniac Three. Mm-hmm. I kept going back, and I was like, "All right, let me. Okay, let me get that line. Okay, damn. Okay, now I get right. it. I like it." And try to just not, figure out everything. I'm not gonna lie, bro. There's some still like. You know, aside from this album, there are other albums too out there that you know I listened to when I before I was even a teenager, and like I'm like, wow, I just caught that. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that happens to me to this day. Yeah, that always happens to me with like older rappers, especially mm-hmm. UGK for some reason, because it yeah. was a lot of shit I didn't catch on to. Because my parents are probably listening to it, but you know what's so funny? I could see Tank and Bum B do a collab. Yeah, I feel like Bum B's one of those artists though. If you send him a track, mm-hmm. he's so well versed at what he does. Yeah. He's easy to him for him to be cohesive with a lot of people, right? It, uh, cause I don't know, like that Drake. What was that Drake song that was on like uh, what was that mixtape? Sooner than later, or what is the one he got the Grammy for nomination for? Oh, if you're reading this, it's too late. No, it was like right when he first came out. I always forget the name. Oh, so that. far gone. So far gone. What yeah. was that? November seventeenth, or what was it? No, it's the song with Bun B and Lil Wayne. Uh, was it Uptown? Was it Uptown? Uptown. I think that was it. I think that was Uptown. I liked his verse on that a lot. Mm-hmm. It, went, it, went, it went well with uh, what Drake had going on. Yeah. There. But that was because that whole album was kind of giving you Houston vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just feel like that was executed properly on Bun B's half. You know, shout yeah. out to that OG and that legend. Um, I, I, I really wish Pimp C was alive still. Man, man R.I.P. to Pimp C, man. Because I, I, I need him to call some of these rappers bitches in the way he can say it. Because I feel like it would stick more coming from him. Yeah. Not me. But, uh, because some of these some of these people be acting like bitches. And I need you, these young ones to get in line, man. Mm. You know, you can rap about what you're going through and I've observed, but. Right. There has to be a better way to do it than, like, the same old repetitive things. Like, mm. I look at it, you know what disappoints me with music now is that. At one point, those street rappers, or when it was just labeled real like gangster rap, yeah, they the content was good enough for them to create multiple albums. True, that's how you got your Tupac's, your Snoop Dogg's, NWA, and they all these artists had multiple albums. But now, when like a Pooh Shiesty or somebody puts out an album, I stop really listening because it's like it sounds the same. Right, every song sounds the same. It's the same eight oh eight, same. They under the same chorus, same couple features. Mm-hmm. Or they wouldn't just got like the person that's hot at the moment and put them on the feature. And I don't like that. I like where somebody is versatile and what they do. And that's the thing that made me like little baby. I feel like little baby, he he's he's versatile in it. Right. He's getting better as he goes along. He is getting better. He's I'm I've said this about little baby. He's gonna be one of the biggest artists this decade. Like yeah. I, I like I already I, I can almost guarantee it. Like, Lil Baby is. Lil Baby's different. Yeah, I feel that way about a young boy. I just feel like if people tone down whatever they... I don't know what the industry has going on where everybody seems like they want to be against them or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
or they don't really think he's bad for business, that might be due to him messing, messing up and making some bad choices. Because right. um, I did, you know that Dirk interview with uh, Academics that came out recently? I heard about it. Where he was talking about NBA Youngboy. And it really wasn't that he was saying nothing bad. I feel like he said something that was true. And I think this is the thing with, like, a lot of young dudes and Mm -hmm. just having, like, energy and animosity for other people and just being in competition and being young. Right. You know, the whole thing with the King Von situation, it wasn't like NBA Youngboy took on the issues that stemmed from that. Mm-hmm. And it was automatically because of Quando Rondo, him and you know, that's his associate, that's an associate for him. Right. So assigned to his 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 label. But at the same time, he didn't him and Dirk didn't have to be beefing. Even Dirk said it. He was like, my only problem with you is you make this whole thing seem like you had something to do with him dying. And then you dissed him. Right. That was the only issue I had with you. Mm-hmm. Other than that, had you not said nothing, it wouldn't be an issue. It wouldn't be a big deal like it is. And that's the know? thing with yeah. like a lot of young artists that I catch nowadays, especially this city, because right. it's more with like with St. Louis, a lot of the young artists like the high speed music. Mm-hmm. With the, with that being a thing, a lot of that shit is just the same damn song over and over, same eight oh eight, same track, yeah, different chorus, and just a bunch of dissing. This in the dig, smoking on this, and saying the same shit. And it's like, so I was watching a video, and I'm really, I brought this up because I'm basically talking about versatility. Right. I'm like, the things that I feel like make an artist is it's it's really how versatile are you? Because you know, if you rap about the same shit all over, all, over and over, the fan base that you got is going to dwindle because those kids are going to outgrow that. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that I don't think some artists pay attention to. Like when you pay attention to your fans, you want to be somebody that they can grow with, in my opinion. Yeah. And that's the thing with like from twenty five to one because I'm pretty sure whatever he has now out, ten years definitely probably grew mentally. Yeah. And if I follow it, I can definitely start growing with that. Right. And appreciating it more now. And I don't I don't see a lot of that with young artists. I, it's, it's it's like it it's whatever is in the moment. That's what they doing. And I get yeah. when you're young, that's what you do, because, hell, I did it. Like, whatever was up for the moment, I was with it. But, and not thinking about, like, well, damn, maybe five years from now, <laughs> I ain't going to be into this anymore. We got to keep my, I think this is one of those albums, too, where, I'm glad you brought that up, because, you know, this album came out, we got to keep my back in 2016. That was yeah. seven years ago. And, well, and another thing about this album is, like, two things I want to say about it. One is that, I feel like this is an album that I can see myself listening to 10 years from now. Yeah, I can see myself going back yeah. to this. And another thing, too, is when, going back to that whole cinematic uh, theme we were talking about. I haven't... The last album that I can recall that had that to me was To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick. Yeah, because that Kendrick, was like a damn movie. Yeah, and this is what this album was to me, too. Damn was even the same way. Yeah. I, I Damn well, was... A, to Pimp a Butterfly, though, man... Better. Timber, the way he, the way Kendrick orchestrated that was, it was flawless. I feel like all his albums have kind of been somewhat cinematic, cinematic yeah. because the, it, you know, the skits and like the, like what do you call them, uh, interludes, interludes, yeah, on um, Good Kid, Mad City, mm-hmm. was something that I always wanted to see in like motion picture form, yeah, because I just wanted to kind of get more of the feel of what it was that he was going through at the time, but. He made it well clear and understood right. with that project, and I loved it. Um, I, I got those similar vibes from this, too. 
from Tanks uh, 25 at the moment. Right. Um, yeah, man. I, I basically, I want to see more of this yeah. from the artists in our city, man. I want to... Some of these artists, like the mainstream artists, can learn from these artists here in St. Louis, honestly. Yeah. Like, a lot of these younger artists, too, can learn from albums like 25 at the moment. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, because it's, it's... I mean, you know, my whole thing is... uh. I ain't trying to push no change on nobody, nothing like that. No, I ain't no, never been that type so. of person. Yeah. But it's my whole thing is uh, if you plan on doing something, why not do it well? Why mm-hmm. not do it good? You know what I'm saying? And this is one of those albums where it was done really, really good for me. Yeah. Um. You know, I you know I'm not even gonna stunt, man. I ain't gonna even cap it to you, cap it down to you, none of that. Because if I do, we gonna never graduate and elevate to something new. But um, my whole thing with St. Louis artists, at first I was blaming the artists years ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, my city just whack as a motherfucker. We got <laughs> Nelly, we got Chingy, we got Jibs, and we got the the one dude, uh, Jaquan. Yeah. All, I used to be like, yeah, we popped back then, like skating ring days. We had good ass skating ring music. We did. That's what I thought all that shit was, and I thought it was dead after that. Mm-hmm. We, had, we made ringtone rappers. That's yeah. what the hell I thought. We made ringtone rappers. Yep. But you know what? Nelly did up. Nelly put in a lot of fucking work. Mm-hmm. So that star he got on the Walk of Fame or whatever, now I'm that that's well deserved. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it really wasn't the artist's fault. It was more the DJs. You know, DJs play a vital fucking role in making a local music economy a thing. They do, but I also think it's also the marketing. Yeah, marketing. Too. Marketing is actually a big uh, aspect of is a big aspect of these um, artists blowing up. It doesn't matter if you're independent or major. And then, you know, I'm glad yeah. you brought up the independent route because I feel like now it really, other than somebody not really wanting to or not having enough time yeah. or some whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. I feel like more independent artists. It's, it's so easier now with the internet and its reach to right. you know target people and market your music. I feel like some artists, you know what, I think it's cool. Some artists do their own like newsletter or like emailing thing. Right. Or not even email, text. Cause YSL did it and they just ramped it back up. I don't know if that's a good sign or not, but free thugger. Uh I don't like seeing no black man behind the walls. I mean I get if he's guilty or something, he got a certain time for it, but even if he's not, if he, especially if he's not, I don't want to see nobody committing prison, man. Uh right. but anyway. I know for a while ago, like some years ago, when they was just getting a grounding, I signed up for something when I was in Atlanta. And they be texting your damn phone, sending you different things that Young Thug was doing and all this. And it'd be kind of like you text, you could text him back or he would answer sometimes to certain things. I know at one point he was running that damn thing until he got kind of more mainstream, which I understood. Uh, I don't know. If there's any way you can market, I don't know what it would be. That you were marketing, you can stay connected, die like a direct to consumer type of marketing, right? Where it's ongoing, like hey, but right, especially right, like before an album drops mm-hmm. or something like that, it'll keep nigga updated and all that. Like if you can do that, and you when you got the time and you got the resources to do, do it. Definitely right. take full on advantage of these tools that you have as an right. artist now, especially if you're gonna be independent. Because I understand why give somebody your goddamn money. Cause these mm-hmm. regulators be crazy. All this shit I've been learning lately, 
about the 360 deals. And even though I knew all this stuff a while ago, yeah, I'm going back to different things and finding new situations and seeing like, like rappers have been putting up their old contracts online. Right. Once they leave the deal. Yep. And you can see like they damn, like damn, that's why that person was they kind got, of fell off. They got fucked like, up. They got basically. fucked over. Yep. Like it yep. wasn't them being whack. They got fucked over. Yep. He didn't have to be a one hit wonder. But he got fucked over. Like, um, yeah, man. This is one of those times when uh, an album where the artistry, like the appreciation for the art, you can tell was there. Mm-hmm. The motivation, storytelling, good, good, you know, good bars, everything. It was it, it was really all packed into one and well packaged and well delivered. This is another example, and this is this might be this might be biased for me, especially coming from St. Louis, but. This is another album to me why people shouldn't sleep on these talented St. Louis artists. And I don't like, think any local, like small economy style, like music setting or small well, music economy really needs to be I like. Think, well, I think with these St. Louis artists and like, it, besides marketing all that, it's about the artists themselves taking yeah. the initiative and actually traveling outside of St. Louis to promote their music. Like actually, you know, performing in other cities like Chicago and like. Yeah. You know, the South. You know, we had yeah. an artist from here. I didn't find out about him until earlier this year, but mm-hmm. he passed away, unfortunately. Um, R.I.P. to KB6. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I caught on to his music rather late, and it was unfortunate that it was after his passing, but mm-hmm. he was really the next young artist out of St. Louis to make it. And he, it was already solidifying that. But you know the thing that separated him from all the other young artists his age? And he died at 22, which is crazy. Um, That's crazy. That's way too young. The thing that separated him again, and I'm going to keep driving this point, it was really your like ability to be versatile. You're not on the same subject. Mm-hmm. Your subject matter can change. It can. You can control it, and you can... Paint a good, great damn god picture, goddamn like goddamn be great picture, and he was doing that. Yeah. He was really doing it, and like when I'm looking at these videos of him now, I get the dang shit and all that being from the hood. But I was like, damn, he really would have been one of those great artists, that, like rapper, like street rap, like artists that I feel like if he kept going, he could have been like up there eventually with the features and um. Who the fuck outside of Atlanta? And like the future, the Jeezy's. Jeezy's, all like he could have. Maybe T.I. and all yeah. them. I ain't gonna go back ghetto, but. Well, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, we're talking about versatility and like. Yeah, like yeah. futures and Thug and Lil Babies and all them. He yeah. probably would have been in that mix, but he didn't stay on the same subject. Yeah. All the time. And that's my thing. I'll be like, you're not gonna. It's not just. It's, it's marketing is a large part of your. Commercial success, not, not your success overall, but I feel like, like I said, people outgrow things. Right. So that same shoot 'em up, kill, kill might not that that one kid like when you first came out with it. Four years from down the road, he might not be like that no more. Exactly. And it might change. And like my cousin, my cousin was the biggest Wayne fan ever. And he's a Wayne, my favorite artist. Wayne, my favorite. I listen to him all the time. Wayne, we, he would not shut up about Lil Wayne. <laughs> I leave and come back, and now he on J. Cole. You're like, man, Cole, this, Cole, that, Cole, Cole. Now Cole's his favorite rapper. And I'd be like, bro, I've been telling you. I was telling you back then. Cole 
it was just it's like it, you know you age and things change right. your mind change you're not living the life you used to live or whatever it was yeah and now you want to find something that fits you in the current moment that you're in and I feel like when you got artists like Tank and what he did with this album like you were saying you can see yourself 10 years now from now right. listening to it that shows that that's like it, it can follow you. It's, it's it's something that you will still follow and listen to, right? No matter how much time has passed. It's like a classic UGK album, mm-hmm. a classic NWA album, or some shit that's time. He made a time. Yeah. Some, this is a timeless project. It is. But not only that, I think uh, fans will respect that more. Like you yeah. being versatile, because like you said, fans are gonna be like, he's not worth listening to anymore because he's talking about the same damn thing over and over yeah. again. Like, you can't be 35 talking about being outside shooting at the ops. Like, you out here 35 beefing with the Teen Titans, my nigga. Like, you got to find something new to do. Right. Like, I can't sit up. I'd be damned if Jay-Z would be rapping to me about, uh... He can't even rap to me about getting money and bitches. He can rap about getting money. Yeah. He's a billionaire, but he can't rap me about getting bitches. You're married now, sir. <laughs> it's over with, bro. It's like, it's over with. And I'm not saying, you know, you gotta you gotta listen to me or you gotta you can't do something. It's just it's like you see how Jay made four four four. That's why I was and the bring, best I, one of the best songs came off that I album. I was about to say that Family four forty four four forty four was definitely an example of how Jay Z's versatility kicked in. And how he I was, was just grown. about to say that. Because yeah. if you go back and you listen to the black album, he was an encore, you don't that's not the same he's man the same talking Jay-Z, to you. Right. That's a totally different man. That's, why, and that's the thing. Like he'll, That's why he'll forever be one of my... Well, he's in my top five, but more importantly, he's in my top three, personally, because, yeah. of, because of that. I feel like... Like, like bro, artists like him and then Nas. Yeah. Liam is another one. Yeah. From Marshall Mathers LP to Recovery, and then to... What was it? What was the one that came out, the last one? The last time they get mur- music to be murdered by. Bro, even that. He's still like... He's still got that... Silly dead. Eminem to, to a way, but he's... But he's got that dedicated fan base yeah. that still follows him. Yeah. You know? And that's how you gain those dedicated fan bases. Right. They grow with you. I remember being a kid listening to um, all of the silly yeah. shit he was doing. Right. I used to love his antics. Yeah. But as I got older, I was, I'll go back in every now and then, go back and listen to it, go back and listen to Stan yeah. or something like that. But he'll drop something new and I'll be like, Damn, I like this too. Now he on something different. Right. But it's it's still the same good skill level. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with changing up is all I'm saying, man. Right. There's you know, change. switching it up for a minute. I ain't saying you got to go from being street to making love songs yeah. or some shit. Because that don't sound right for a lot of rappers. Like, I still feel that it's funny that song uh, Dub had on, um, what's the last album that came out? I always forget the goddamn name. Like, even though I know this shit. Like the one he just came out. Soon with. it'll all be over. Yeah, soon it'll all be over. Like it was one of the songs he had for like the ladies. It was a slow track. I don't know. Maybe because his voice is deep, and I feel like deep voice niggas just came. <laughs> Even when Pop Smoke would have a track that was slow for girls for women, you listen to it. It didn't make me laugh. The whole track, I'm laughing. <laughs> oh, like like mood swings or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> because the voice is deep and like Dub got a deep voice and he'd be like, "Nigga, what the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> like shut the hell up. <laughs> but no, it's like it's like All right, I can listen to it, but it makes yeah. me laugh when I hear that from certain artists. I'll be like, "What the fuck?" Is this? I'll be like, "All right, maybe a woman like this. This ain't for me." And I go to the next track. 
But it's the hardest but, song. But you know what? Though? We still enjoy it at the end of I the mean, day. I mean, I still enjoy yeah. this thing. I still enjoy it because I'm like, hey, I get it. I get it. I definitely get it, man. I think I, I don't know, bro. Oh. And Dub might have, if we meet him, he has to correct me on this. I meant to call you this night this happened. Okay. I think I ran into bro into the, in the grocery store. I don't know if he lives in St. Louis or I'm not tripping. No, no, he does. But it was something. Nah, bro. Look, this is weird, bro. Oh, this God. is so Here weird. We this is what happened. <laughs> okay. So I'm in Deerbergs. Oh, oh off Limburg. I'm in Deerbergs one night. So I'm going in to get like fruits and like salad and shit because I hadn't been eating nothing. I was like, let me just go grab something good to eat. But I really wanted something sweet. But anyway, I'm, uh, I go in and I see somebody with long ass dreads. And then I see the the long ass locks, I mean, and then I seen the little tattoo right by the eye. Like the teardrop. And all yeah, that. yeah. And I look and I'm like, nah, that can't be, bro. That ain't him. So I started talking on the phone to somebody. And they was like, what's the name of your podcast? And I said it out loud uh-huh. to try to see if I can get a reaction out the person. I was like, yeah, the Hustle City Podcast. That's our podcast. But the person was, they was painting something else. But um, I don't know. Maybe I ran into him in the grocery store. And that, that, I don't know. That could have been him. It looked just like him. But I don't know. I feel like I probably wouldn't catch him out like that. I don't know. I, I, you know what? I don't know. I said that shit before and ran smack dab in the tempo. It was literally, you had brought him up one day and we was talking about him. And then I literally was at somebody's event and walked, bumped right into this man on accident and looked up and I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't ran into any in the room before when he was standing in St. Louis. So. Yeah. I ran into a lot of people. I feel like artists though here, they be hidden. Mm-hmm. Like Ryan is somebody like Riley B. I can see him because he's on Facebook, you know? Yeah. But uh, I know him, so I can see him on Facebook. I'll yep. be friends on Facebook. But, like, people are, uh, like, tanking all them. Hell, half the time, I didn't even know half of them existed. Right. Until somebody was like, hey, listen to this, dumbass. Listen to this dude, yeah. Yep. Uh, like, and I'd be like, who the hell is this? And I, Like, you, you brought really, you really have been the person that brought a lot of these artists to the forefront for me. Because after that, like, I, I guess it was kind of like an opening act for uh, Scarface and Pops. Half yeah. of the time, but before then, I, I didn't know about half of them. Yeah. So, man, that's hard. I can never forget. Yeah, that was a memorable. Tank would have been a good another good artist for that show. Yeah, I think he would have been another good artist for that um, Scarface show. I think I'm gonna start doing game nights with Yogi, and I'm gonna have artists come through and perform while everybody's playing like certain games and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have to give me a boom boom room type spot. That's what I'm gonna do. Yogi's boom boom room. Hosted it some, 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 some South Broadway or somewhere like that. Maybe not South Broadway. I feel like South Broadway is way more racist than North Broadway. I don't know why. I just feel like yeah, I might get lynched on that end of Broadway every time I go down that way. It just looks sketchy as shit. Maybe the whole South Side is sketchy to me now that white people live over there. I'm weak. It's, it's, hella, it's hella sketchy to me. I don't feel safe no more. And that's normally people is backwards. Bro, <laughs> honestly, man, in all seriousness, though, it's... My thoughts and prayers go to the South Side right now because there have been so many. There's a lot of robberies and shit over there going yeah, too on. Much too much bullshit down there, man. Like, hey, y'all on. chill y'all asses out, man. I know y'all got little Dracos and I know everybody like the Chris Vector magazines, but I'm going to say this now. Them things is bullshit. <laughs> y'all be name branding these goddamn parts, weapons and weapons and shit like they that dope. Them damn Chris Vectors on the fat ass Chris Vectors on the bottom of your look lock. Will explode if you feed enough rounds to them. They have a failure to feed issue, 
And I don't know if it was the Generation 1 or Generation 2 of the Chris Jackson. I don't know which ones y'all got. But I know I done shot through a couple of them damn things. And them things will blow up. Or your spring load, the spring mechanism in the bottom will shoot out. And all your damn bullets will come flying out the bottom of that damn thing. Your ass wind up dead somewhere in the shootout. But, uh, God willing, that don't happen. I just can't stand the damn Chris Vector. It just looks stupid. <laughs> like, y'all look real goofy walking around with 30, 30, 30 or 5 Big-ass clip hanging out your goddamn magazine, rather. Hanging out your damn pants. This looks stupid. Because I'll be like, I can, like, nigga, I can see that. I remember one time I forgot mine was in the bottom of my gun. I was I had came from the range. I don't know why I kept my gun on because that damn thing was hot that day. But uh, looking stupid, walking up on my uncle and him. He's like, but what the hell is that? I'm like, got a stick in my yeah, it's the, it's, the, it's the magazine. I did it because the rappers did it, and I wanted to feel cool and not old. So, yeah, shit was retarded. I ain't old. I'm 30, but dirty, dirty. Do you hear me? That's how I'm finna start talking again. I'm finna start talking like it's early 2000s, St. Louis. Shit, goddamn me. Can somebody explain this to me? I know this is random. This is part of this is part of this. This is the part of the podcast where the conversation slows down a little bit, and I'm just rambling and carrying it on. I'm just asking questions and just talking about random events that's going on. Um, why the hell is it called chop suey? It make me think that that shit is Chinese food is too is too close to sewage. And I don't know what Sui is. I'm I'm sorry. I ain't never took the time to really like Google this shit. There's a Chinese joint on, um, I think that's called that on Natural Bridge in Normandy, if I'm not mistaken. It might be. It probably say chop Sui outside of it. I think it does. And a lot of them do that. Yeah. Like, you know what? They be having the word human, and that's too close to human. And I'll be like, that's probably where these missing kids be going. They be eating that people. I'm not going to lie, bro. When I used to work work at my um, Pops gas station there, man, they did have some of the best meals. They're like I got. I just get the orange chicken and broccoli and rice, the full portion, of course. The orange cat and broccoli. No, the orange chicken. No, it's cat. It's cat meat. I'm sorry. It's cat meat. It's you cat know what? They did have some. They did have. They did have some fire uh, fried catfish. Yeah, cat nuggets. No, they actually had catfish too. No, it was cat. I'm telling you right now, Bobby. Everything you ate was cat. You ate Garfield. You didn't. Eat Shut the chicken. hell up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I don't know if that's a real rumor or not, but that'd be fucked up. Bro, I have no idea. Y'all moving to but, the hoods and y'all feeding us cat and shit. You know what, though? I have to explain to one of my black friends. I said black like I'm not like black. My black friend, like I'm not a straight up nigga. Bro, really? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, I am not black. I had to look down at my skin to confirm, too. I'm like, see, this is why I don't do mushrooms and shit no more. <laughs> um, I'd be throwed right now if I was doing mushrooms or some shit. I'd be tripping the whole time. Forgetting that we got a podcast. Fucking drooling out the mouth because my ass is floating through stars. Uh, so I don't smoke weed no more either because I get too high. Uh, but anyway. Looking retarded. I, I had to explain to one of my homies. I was like, bro, you know they don't even eat that shit, right? Right. He was like, true. what? Yeah, I said, true. go to Leewise. Offer Chambers or whatever that is right there. Go to Leewise and order something if you're going to get something. So you don't be looking weird. But... Look at the kids that's sitting down in there. They young. They got. They always got their sons in there. I was like, go there, look at the sons, and look at the ladies that's always like that, that might take your order. When they sitting down and they just eating and chilling, they pull out that bento box of like whatever they got, and it's never none of this shit. It's always vegetable, steamed rice, and it's like some other shit. 
maybe some pork, little pieces of pork or whatever the case. And I asked one time, and it's like, yeah, the, this ain't stuff that they really eat traditionally all the time back right. home. This is more of a, like, a, I guess, like guest food that they would eat you at sometimes yeah. in their country. But literally, that's not something they eat. It's not good quality. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say be eating that shit all the time. I ain't trying to put them out of business, but then again, I am trying to take the hood over again, so... Hey, kick their ass out if you got to. But stop eating that shit. That that shit is sodium packed and it gives you a heart attack. And nigga, you do not want to be having high blood pressure. I can tell you that now. You do not want that shit. Cause if you got high blood pressure and you die early, nigga, how you gonna hustle? How you gonna hustle when you dead? And this is the Hustle City podcast. You supposed to be hustling right now. Why the fuck you even listening to us, nigga? Go hustle, nigga. And if I catch you not hustling out here, every time I catch one of y'all, y'all better be hustling. If you ain't hustling something, I'm letting off shots. Oh, you know what I thought about to say? I think about to snitch on them. <laughs> <laughs> I might snitch. <laughs> now you know, if they ain't doing nothing, you can't really, it don't make good snitch. Like, I got to catch you doing something stupid to snitch on you. I, you know, I don't snitch on regular people. I used to snitch on crackheads a lot when I was a kid. I had a, <laughs> now, somebody had recently was talking to me. So my niece called me and she was pranking me. She was trying to like prank me. She's like, is your refrigerator running? You need to go check it. But she did the prank wrong. But it was cute because she's a kid. But anyway, I remember being in that phase of my life where like playing on people's phones was a funny thing. But I was bold as hell. And we was playing on like the police. So one day, I had a cousin that's a wino. But he was a, he was a, he was a head. He was a base head. But he, uh, one day I was like, you know what? Let's call the cops on this nigga. So, <laughs> The police, he wasn't doing nothing. He wasn't bothering nobody. He was just outside chilling. I called the police and said, this man just attacked me. <laughs> and gave him the description of everything he had on. Do I tell you, the police pulled up and was about to whoop his ass. <laughs> that was the last time I pranked somebody. Because I ain't never seen the cops come that fast to the north side, bro. That shit was so funny, though. Kids is different now. And I'm assuming this was a white cop, too. It was a white cop and a black cop. Oh, but the okay. black cop was the pissed off one. So oh, yeah. <laughs> the white cop was cool. But that, that, that prank calling can get dangerous, y'all. That, that was Man. my story for the day. But yeah. Man, that's like, a, um, yeah, this Let's, was uh, oh, yeah. 25 the moment. 25 the moment. What would you give it on a scale of 1 to 10? I know you said you were going to answer that. If I gave it an honest review, yeah. no hold nothing, hold nothing back, I'd give this a solid 8.5 out of 10. Okay. That's that's a fair rating. i give it a 9, personally. Yeah. i give it a 9. 8.5 out of 10. Only because I do feel like it was just some things that could have been a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing to keep in mind, too, is like a lot of these artists, I bet when they go back, I bet yeah. you a lot of these artists, especially like him, that like care about his craft. I bet he goes back and says, you know what, I could have done this different. Because as the saying goes, you know, you're your, you are your worst own critic, I think is how they yeah. say it. And I think, you know, I'm sure he went back um, once in a while when he listened, he was like, yeah, I could have done this differently. But not, I mean, nonetheless, it was a solid piece of work. Yeah, it definitely yeah. was. Yep. Yeah, uh, like I said, it flowed very well. It was, yeah. you know, just little key things. And I might be just like a perfectionist or whatever. Yeah. Why are we looking for certain things or hoping for certain things? And that's just me. But either way, he got the project out. Shit, he did the work. He yeah. got the project out. It was a good project. And I ain't trying to take nothing from that nah. with my rating. My rating is just my personal opinion. Yeah. 
Was there something in particular you think it could have been better in your eyes? That's something I think we haven't done. Some of the, you know, the delivery mm-hmm. on some of the songs um, could have been better. I think specifically if I had to pick a song, actually, because mm-hmm. I was thinking about it um, earlier. Excuse me. I'm going to burp in the damn mic. You good? Okay, I got the track list here if you need yeah, to see it. Mine keep going to whatever the hell. I think the delivery for it was either resilient and uh, any nigga you know. I feel like it would have been a little bit harder, but uh, still two great songs. Yeah, for so, sure. Other than that, that was my only thing. One of my only things. I can't really think of everything else. Yeah. It was something else I was thinking about today, early, because I knew we were going to do this today. Mm-hmm. I just can't bring myself to remember what the hell it was. I should, that's why I'm going to start writing my notes down. Yeah. Because <clears throat> then I can remember all my talking points for sure. Mm-hmm. Especially when we do an album review. Yeah. The only issue I had with uh, Black Julian is me trying to figure out why the hell did he call it Black Julian. Yeah, I didn't know if it was a that. reference to Julius Caesar, but that's Julius, not Julian. So <laughs> I didn't know what the hell was going but, on with uh, that. Nonetheless, man, this was another. This project is definitely passed pass with flying colors, in my opinion. Yes, sir. Uh, and this was um, another passing uh, review of the album. A passing rated, I should say, album review. I can't wait till we go back. Oh, we're going to go back. We, we, no, I can't wait till we uh, find a, an album that's just whack. And we oh, you already know who I'm thinking of. <laughs> I know who you're thinking of. He got of. a whole bunch. He got 72 goddamn albums on Spotify. I hope you're not. Uh, wait, is this, this is the St. Louis artist? You know who? Nah, this ain't no damn St. Louis artist. Oh, uh, man. I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking okay, about. I'm talking about a St. Louis artist specifically. Like, uh, nah. I'm telling, I'm like, I'm saying this, bro. I mean, if any of you, I mean, if any artist wants us to review your album, please hit us up on Twitter. We, we already um, shared our, you know, Usernames like a million times already. So go back to our previous episode. I'm gonna change mine because somebody was like, "Why do you call it Mahogany Mayhem?" Somebody what does actually that mean? Asked me that? Yeah, what does that mean? Man, I can't really explain what Mahogany Mayhem mean right now because I, I haven't gotten to the point where I'm gonna make that a thing. It'll make it'll all make sense soon. Yeah, that's gonna be the name of my album. I'm gonna rip dub shit off and just be like, you know what? <laughs> it'll all soon. It'll all be over soon. It'll all start because. <laughs> I gotta start making some of these yeah. these these plans come out, you know. Come to life. Man, but I don't know if you got anything else, but um, No, I don't got anything else, man, but this has definitely been another episode. Um I guess last thing we gotta do is uh the only thing I gotta say, Tank Man, is keep up the great work, brother. Uh we yeah, hope to get yeah. we hope to get you on here. Always stay hustling, man. Cause I'm yeah. telling you, bro, if I pull up on you and I find you in the city, Tank. And y'all ain't hustling, bro. Mm-hmm. It's over with for y'all. It's over. Oh, I'm snitching. <laughs> or something I'm playing. I ain't gonna do shit. If you see me in the city, matter of fact, <clears throat> if you even see, I mean, y'all probably start seeing my face on on certain things. So if you recognize me or whatever, please leave me alone. I don't want no smoke. I'm gonna get your ass, nigga. Uh, <laughs> I got 911 no speed down. Uh, you might as well customize shoes to 911 on your back. Even though I got my own, I got a gun. I got weapons and shit. I might ask me the other day, like, why are you going to get guns if you going to call the cops? <laughs> the fuck? You think I'm finna go to jail, nigga? You crazy, yeah. boy? But no, nah, man, um, Tank, this was a real good album. Mm-hmm. You did your thing, brother. I, I love the artistry. Keep going. Um, I'm definitely going to be staying tuned in and locked in. 
to what you will come with in the future, which is something I'm looking forward to. And um, as always, my name is Jogi. And it's your boy Bobby, a.k.a. Mr. 511. And on Twitter, Mahogany Mayhem or Northside McLovin, however you want to, you know, call it. But those Northside McLovin is what you can type in also. You don't got to type in Mahogany Mayhem. And on Instagram, maybe I'm at the one for underscore Yogi. You know, you know, you know, with me. I don't know if Bobby got anything else to say. No, we. I just want to say this first. On a personal note, we definitely appreciate the support that y'all been giving us, and we're, yeah. we're glad we're finally getting the respect that we deserve because we've been getting a lot of critical critical acclaim, and um, we're gonna keep going. Hence, this is why we call us critical acclaim. But y'all be giving some feedback. That one nigga that said "shut the fuck up." Um, what was it Facebook? Whoever sent me that message, I'm, I'm going to, like, whoop your ass when I see you. You know who you are. I don't know you, but I'm going to beat your ass. I'm just letting you know that now. But I'm out. I ain't, I ain't never said it. I'm out. Yeah, we out. Peace. Close mouths don't get fed on this boulevard. Boulevard. Boulevard.